Sir, do you know why I pulled you over? No, it's because your intro sucks. Please step out onto the curbside. the curbside podcast the podcast where we talk about cars and everything to do with cars my name is jeff i drive a 2004 honda s2000 and i am your man from southern california taiwanese america what's up everybody my name is parth living up here in northern california bay area driving a 2016 m3 big show this week as you guys can already tell <laughs> and i'm andrew i drive a 2014 evo 10 mr and a 2015 subaru brz and I am a Southern Californian implant in the Northern California area. <laughs> <laughs> and this week, we have a very special guest. We have on Mr. Doug Dumiro. Now, Doug, you have transcended more than just car YouTubers. I- I've seen you mentioned in MKBHD videos. I've even seen you referenced in the most random PC case review videos. <laughs> and, and, weird <laughs> how does how does that feel like did you expect this to happen no. when you first started no no beyond no i got a uh, i got a you know i got an economics degree um and i thought i'd be working in an office for the rest of my life and i was fine with that i actually enjoyed working in an office mm-hmm. and um it's just not how it worked out i never ever 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 expected that it would end up like this <laughs> <laughs> like i'll tell you like my friend who knows absolutely almost nothing about cars right he he actually watches every single one of your videos when they come out <laughs> the greatest compliment that people give me is that they watch my videos even though they're not into cars because i think it's really cool that i'm able to you know even get people who aren't into cars into cars for at least 20 minutes or whatever and i think that's just like the coolest thing people tell me and that always makes me the happiest <laughs> by far well yeah. i think it's because like how like genius and simplicity it is you know you're, you're showing a car you're talking about what it is and what it isn't that's it right you know it's, it's right. not over complicating and stuff like that that you know non-car people don't understand i always get youtubers tell want to be you know you know potential youtube whatever telling me like hey we're gonna get 4k drones and you know <laughs> get the best stuff and they make the best car channel and it's like that's not necessarily what people want. And one of the reasons that I've stuck to my stupid shorts and a t-shirt and iMovie editing and my spell, use filming on my cell phone is because it's very important for me to want, I want to show people like, hey, if the content is what really matters, it's not the cars, it's not how much you spend on gear, it's, it's the content and the stuff that you make. And, uh, and that's, I think that's proven to an extent. And you've kind of like made your own kind of like sect in that category which is you're the simple guy with the simple short the simple shirt <laughs> and you know it just it captivates an audience and i think it's also your personality too a big part of it so well i appreciate that i don't know how much role my personality plays i've always wondered about that i try to make it more about the car than anything else but certainly it has become kind of a meme that <laughs> people have my personality is kind of been mean right and i yeah. i don't yeah. know how these people figured yeah. out what my personality is because to me i watch these videos and i'm like i don't give a shit i don't care about um you know like the guy i just want to see show me more about the car i don't care about what the guy says whatever uh-huh. um and that's kind of how i generally feel about 
YouTube videos. No, like for me personally, the first time I started watching your videos would actually when you first started posting with the 360 videos. No way. And the and the only re only reason was my my dad was in the market for Afari that time, so I got all excited and started consuming as much as I can on uh, YouTube about 360s, 430s, and I came across your videos. And the first thing I thought was like, "Wow, this is a weird guy," but I love him. <laughs> Especially back then, the videos had a little bit more weird personality to them back yeah. then. Uh, they don't as much anymore, for better or worse. Certainly, it's a wider audience now that I do yeah. more review cards. But yes, uh -huh. there were some odd videos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it, it was weird because like, I watched a bunch of your videos, watched it through like the R32 that you got and stuff, and then just kind of stopped for no, no reason, just kind of fell off the radar. And then mm -hmm. I came back a few years later, I'm like, holy cow, this guy has a few million yeah. subscribers? What happened? <laughs> Uh, yeah, and I don't know what the answer is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I was a roommate with Parth during college, and I remember when he first pulled up those videos, and I, I specifically remember the the one where you did, where does a Ferrari pull women? Oh yeah, yeah and I, I yeah, think yeah. I'm pretty sure that got quite a bit of people mad. Yeah, I still get to this day. I still get people emailing me about that video and saying. The Ferrari will pull women, but you're dressed so terribly that that's why those women didn't. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh -huh. But we didn't park the car and like try to approach random women. They were all, yeah. everyone, everyone in the video was one of my friends. So yeah. thing was on a step, you know, like, yeah, yeah. But there are people who really truly believe that if only I had put on shoes instead of flip flops, then those girls would have been like, yeah, you know. Uh, that sounds <laughs> like a Ferrari <laughs> owner. This day, I'm not joking. You know, I, I noticed with my dad's car, at least, it definitely attracts a lot more guys wanting to talk to you than women. That's for sure. Oh, so. young kids, you know, that's, that's the demographic. I drive the yeah. Ford and it's like 12 year old boys and, and men. Yeah. <laughs> Never women. And my wife doesn't even want to ride. And, you know, she doesn't care about that. Stuff, you know. that that's the same with my mom. My dad says, oh, me and mom will go take the car out. We'll go somewhere, you know, go for a drive for a few hours. And mom's like, I get a headache when I'm sitting in that car. I don't enjoy it. It's rough. It's too loud. My dad's like, all right, fine. We'll just take the sedan. Then. <laughs> right. That's the thing. We, we My wife and I took the Ford GT once to um, like Dana Point. And it broke down. The battery ground stopped. It was just, it was the smallest little fix, but we had to tow it. We didn't know that was the problem at the time. Uh -huh. You know, it's a uh -huh. supercar breaks down. You get all worried. And so <laughs> we uh, we towed it, and that was a year and a half ago. And since then, she's still like, I don't, "That car's unreliable." I don't. I, we were, I'm worried we won't tow. You know? I've never had another problem since then. I drive it all the time. But I'll never be able to convince her. So, so your four GT's been doing pretty good maintenance wise. Yeah, yeah. I haven't had literally aside from that, which was the battery. We just replaced the battery gun. It took five minutes in the shop. Um, it hasn't been a problem at all. And I'm really trying to use it. I was really intimidated by it for the first uh -huh. year. It's so valuable, and I've never had a car that was even worth half or even a third of what this car cost. Um, and so I was really nervous about it. And then. After a while, I was like, you know what? It's got the key fob from a 2003 Ford Explorer in it. <laughs> and it's the Mustang steering wheel. And it's like, you know uh -huh. what? Ford, I'm going to just use it. And yeah. so I started taking the dog in it and driving it basically everywhere I can that I'm comfortable. Nice. Wow. That's amazing. That's a proper yeah, way to use a Ford Because James Mage has recently roasted you about <laughs> it too, huh? <laughs> you made fun of it because it's a tribute car. Um, uh -huh. Which he's right about. Tribute cars are stupid, you know? Uh -huh. And also because Jeremy Clarkson owned one. 
Yeah, I think that I think that was a bigger factor that roast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How was that interview, by the way? I know like as car guys, the the holy grail of car people is always yeah. the trio up there. Yeah, I mean like you're pretty fantastic, but like yeah. you know, I'm just, you know? <laughs> well, you know, it's interesting. Um I met Leno and that was yeah. cool. You know, that yeah. was pretty cool. And um but like I don't know. It it was that was that was the first time where I've really been like, I can't believe those guys changed everything for me. I yeah. watched those guys when I was in college mm-hmm. and that was it. That was it. You know, yeah. like that was the coolest thing. And as I was watching those guys and when I quit my job after college, I, I used those guys as an example. Like this is the most popular TV show in the mm-hmm. world, not just car TV show, but like TV show. I can do this. If anybody else can, you know, if they can do this, I can get some piece of this pie. Yeah. And I don't know that there was, and I always tell people their chemistry was like lightning in a bottle. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know it, mm-hmm. those guys changed my life. No question about it. And so like, yeah, being able to talk to him <laughs> is just one of the coolest freaking things I've ever done. And he chatted on the thing for like an hour and a half. And after a while I was like, yeah. well, go make dinner. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> 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 just wanted to chat. I don't yeah. even post most of it. I think they're only going to post like a little bit, but you know, he just wanted to talk and it was, it was a lot of fun. I liked it. That's fantastic. Oh, that's, you know, that's, cool. a, that's meeting your heroes. I mean, I think for all for all of us, it's we've talked about it before on our show. These guys have meant like that. We we're the like they kept us in cars or they got yeah, us into totally. cars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. there's a whole generation sure. of guys currently aged like twenty to thirty five. Yeah, who maybe would have started to stray from the car biz, the car mm-hmm. world if it wasn't for Top Gear, for sure. Yeah, because yeah. like, we, we always talk about us three dreaming that like one day we'll get a show just like that. We're not doing that. We're just doing a podcast. But <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know, they made us let us think about doing things right. like that. Exactly. And you, you know, know? The thing is, it'll never work for any of us because yeah, no. they were so perfect together. Yeah. yeah. People always tweeting me and being like, you and Hoover and whoever should be on a show. And it's like, you don't get it. Yeah. We've worked okay, but they, and you could you can tell that because when they tried to replace those guys, oh god, it did it, it did. was never it not good. It was never yeah. the same. Yeah, it became a show about from cars to basically following the three of them and their yeah. personalities around. And right. I think that's that's the biggest thing that they've given like YouTube and stuff is like they've shown people that hey, you can go out and make your own platform. Right. A, I bet there's a bunch of YouTubers out there that probably wouldn't have even thought about doing this. No today doubt. if it weren't for you know what they i did. assume that every current car youtuber probably would say yeah. about those guys that i would because we all started about the same time and and that was about when they were you know right when jeremy punched that guy yeah. uh, <laughs> i think that you know, we will all say yeah this is this is the inspiration and so yeah that was just the coolest thing in the world to be able to like talk to james may yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's super embarrassing like how excited i was but you know really we would be fangirling too yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely it's it's amazing how covid kind of brings people together also yeah. you know yeah because he's at home doing nothing too so he's got the time to do it i guess literally nothing i mean it's one point his wife like walked in was like i'm going out do you need anything and i'm like like, this is like the biggest moment of my month (laughs) how's uh covid treating you anything uh any difference in your daily routine and stuff initially there was i stopped shooting for a while i was really nervous Mm -hmm. about it because I read all these doomsday articles at the start of this. Oh, yeah. um, and since I've started to film a little bit more. Um, 
but I'm still being real cautious. Um, I don't know. It's, it's, yeah, it's not the best situation. So the good news is I kind of figured it out early that it was going to become a problem. I read some articles really early on. And so I started to get a lot of videos filmed. I was like, I got to get ahead of this thing. (laughs) I did that. And so I've still got kind of a, I'm good through like the middle of July on videos and I still got a little buffer. So that's pretty good. Yeah. So amidst this, all this craziness, you decided to launch this new project of yours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we launched uh, Cars and Bids, this car auction site, uh, Monday, and uh, Monday, June 8th. And um, yeah, I expected it to do okay, or I don't know, but it has blown up to epic proportions, and I've never <laughs> not <laughs> have right now. It's totally insane. It probably doesn't on the public side, it's hard to probably tell how insane it's gotten, but I would say I was hoping the first week we'd get maybe 20 car submissions. And mm-hmm. I was, and I, that's what I told my team, but mentally I was thinking 50 would be good. We're at just under 700 right now. And it's, been oh, three boy. And wow. so like, I'm going through all these cars personally. Cause we hired, you know, I'm going through personally, like giving, offering people reserves and, and I'm so <laughs> over my, I <laughs> like I am not qualified to do this, but it's been a lot of, it's been fun and a lot of cool stuff has come our way. And, and, and uh-huh. there's some cool cars going up on the site in the next few weeks. So I'm really excited. <laughs> so you, you yeah. want to describe it a little bit to the fans, what it is and what you kind of hope to yeah, achieve yeah, so with it? It's a car auction website um, where you can bid to win cars and buy cars online. Um, and there's a there's like a comment section and photo galleries with good photos. And, and it's just for, specifically for enthusiast cars from the 80s, 90s, 2000s, like the modern era. Um, and I think so many cool car websites um, are so focused on 60s and 70s stuff and sort of that generation. Mm-hmm. And I just, I don't know, I, me personally, I like stuff 80s and up. And yes. I, I hope that the, um, you know, I hope that there's enough of a following to sustain that uh, on our end. And, and I just, that's kind of where I'm hoping. I just think that there's a little bit of an underserved, that's a little bit of an underserved community in the car world, but it's a growing one. People our mm. age really are yeah, like, yeah. hey, you know, these are cool cars too. Just because you think a 93 whatever isn't cool, you know, some of us still do, you know, some of us do, and they're becoming cooler. And so that's the plan. So we'll see, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> it's fantastic that it's developed by a car guy. Because a lot of these websites, they, they're just made by, you know, regular people. But yours yeah. is tailored towards car enthusiasts, cars for car enthusiasts. Right, right. And, and actually, it's become a little bit of a problem, too. Because already I've asked my partner and our employees, like, can I just offer this guy personally? <laughs> 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 I want this car. I don't really want it to go up on the site. I want to buy it. <laughs> and they're like, First no, dibs. you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, like it is kind of cool. And so, and the other problem has become I've approved some cars that are, that are just quirky and I've probably uh-huh. given way too high of a reserve, but I just, I want some of these weird vehicles, you know, <laughs> probably, you know, there, there's good business in doing M3s and 911s. That's what sells. But yeah. I just, really, what I really want to see is like former SEMA cars. And, uh-huh. and, wow. and, you know, that's weird stuff. That's what I'm going to do. So it'll be an interesting mix for sure. On the website, since I think day one, it's been there. The six-wheeled Defender. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cool because I think, and we really wanted that car. And the guy who was selling it was really nice and turned down buyers because we told him, you know, we're going to do this. And, and he turned down buyers before we launched and all that just to make sure it launched on our site, thank God. And, and I really wanted that car because... 
Um, it's just so bizarre. And yeah. you, you could, the sixth, it's interesting, the sixth axle there is, it's a four wheel drive. The sixth axle is really for weight because it was a fire vehicle and so it contained a heavy um, water tank back there. And so uh -huh. they just needed more rear support for the water. Um, and so, you know, I really wanted it and it's really cool. And I, but I think it'd be the ultimate like adventure vehicle because you could get a bed back there, like oh, a yeah, bed yeah. and go and, you know, take it anywhere. It, it's cool. basically like a civilian fire truck. Yeah, at this point, yeah. I mean, you, can, you can do whatever with it. I would paint it black and like put you know mud tires on it and really get something going. I'm surprised you haven't done... Have you done a Quarks and Features video on it? Well, I wish I could, but it's in South Carolina and I'm not traveling. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So th this website of yours, has this been kind of like a goal or, like for well, a while? Or did it kind of like come up that, hey, I, mean, I might want to do this? Any, any of us who are in YouTube are worried. I mean, any YouTuber who tells you they're not is lying. Any of us who are on YouTube are worried that it's not sustainable. Mm -hmm. um, even if it has been for years, like I'm making car videos on the internet, like that's not yeah. a real job. You know what I mean? Like that's <laughs> not, I can't, you know, how's that going to go long term? So I'd always kind of been looking for a place to what's the next thing. How do I take what I have and kind of make it into something that is a little bit more of an actual thing. Yeah. <laughs> and so this came up as an idea that I think could have been successful and Hopefully it will be. So far, so good. But, you know, anything can happen. <laughs> Knock on wood. Yeah, it looks like it's going great, huh? Yeah. That's I mean, fantastic. 700 on the first, first Yeah. Week. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wild. And the bids have been really strong, too. My car is already higher than I expected it would sell for, and it's only day three or four or whatever. So I'm thrilled about that. Yeah, it was uh, surprising to see that your E63 was the first one up on for sale. Yeah, I, I, it's time. The time has come. Yeah. <laughs> I need a, that, the warranty on that's expiring. And, and as you know... This specifically owning a BMW uh -huh. out of warranty German car German oh, performance yeah. car not really a world you want to live in for too long <laughs> the the warranty on my M3 just ended like this month now the fun begins here now. yeah yeah so now yeah. the fun begins let's see what happens <laughs> it's yeah, been yeah. fantastic for the last four years but you know how it goes after the four years yep. they start having problems all of a sudden that's exactly right I'm yeah so I, I've been looking at getting a Hellcat to replace it but. I've been getting a lot of flack for that too. <laughs> Good idea because as you were all introducing yourselves, it seems we have two Japanese car people and a German car person. You guys oh, yes. meet with like a Mustang or something like that. Yeah, I, I think I'm slowly turning into an American, like real American, because yeah. I want a Ford Raptor and I want a Hellcat Charger <laughs> widebody. Well, we all want a Ford Raptor. Raptor. Yeah, that's yeah, true. exactly. Yeah, there's not anybody who doesn't. The, the only thing separating people for, who buy a Raptor from people who don't is whether they can tolerate being looked at like the kind of guy who has a Raptor. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And, Andrew is made. Andrew mentioned that type of guy earlier. We, we won't talk about it right now, though. But, <laughs> but yeah, let's see how it goes out of warranty. Maybe replaced with an American car for once. I used to not like American cars at all. Well, and uh, slowly, yeah. like, as for I got older. Time, they were they were not so great. But there have yeah. been some really good ones recently. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah. My, I just love, I'm in love with the Charger Hellcat wide body. It is, the look yeah. of it just does it for me. Yeah. The, the minute I saw you post a video about it, I was like, yeah, I got to watch this. <laughs> yeah, I love that car. That is a really cool looking car. I yeah. wish they still did the Magnum. A Magnum Hellcat would be oh. that serious. Oh, we, yeah. We actually found a guy who did, who's doing one, right, Jeff? Yeah, who's like, making uh, one. He's yeah, working on he's one. He's doing it himself, and it, 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 it looks amazing. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, it's the perfect, it'd be the, oh, that, like a wide, wow, oh, it'd be so cool. Yeah. That was one of the coolest cars. It didn't last long. Nobody's into wagons, but except for yeah. me. Yeah. Ah, uh, why aren't Americans only us car enthusiasts? <laughs> <laughs>
So you, you review a lot of cars. You get to drive a lot of cars. What do you think to date is the best car you've ever driven, except for the cars you own? I truly believe that the greatest car ever built at any time by anyone ever is the Carrera GT, the Porsche Carrera GT. Ooh, I really wow. think it's the best car ever made. Without even a hesitation, I think, and I'm not a Porsche guy, by the way, I really am not into that world, but they, that car to me was the high point for combustion engine cars. It, it mm. seems like everything we had ever learned about the automobile up until that point went into that car and after that, you know, now we got hybrids and whatever, and that's fine. Mm -hmm. and the hybrid supercars are faster and whatever, but in terms of raw driver-focused combustion engine cars, that one, that's the one. And, See, and I'd give anything for one. That, that's interesting because, like, knowing that the 911 is inherently a wrongly built car in terms right. of principles, but it turns out to be one of the best. Well, I mean, specifically the Carrera GT, which, which, yeah. which is a mid-engine car. And so because, to me, yeah, the rear engine of the 911 is not ideal, but mid-engine is how God intended this yeah, yeah. car to be. Mm -hmm. With no offense to the S2000 and the... <laughs> it's front mid-engine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is a great car, by the way, the S2000. I love, love, love those things. Still underrated, even, even despite the fact that it's pretty highly rated. <laughs> prices are starting to go up again yeah they have and it's amazing to me how we're finding already that there's been so many well-preserved s2000s a lot of people oh, yeah. things and oh it's a manual you know they didn't want to drive it whatever and there's a lot of them out there yeah there's one on your website yeah. uh ap1 2001 with only fourteen thousand miles on it and it's one owner so the dude bought it in just 20 years just let it sit wow. and but the price nice. is like incredible too yeah, so, so far, the, so the, we'll see what happens. <laughs> right. So how are you enjoying that uh, Stinger? Watch that this morning, actually. Yeah, I'm loving it. I, you know, yeah. I, I, I just think there's some hypocrisy in the world. People tell people to buy certain cars, and they don't actually want to spend their own money on them. And I don't know, I've been a big supporter of that car and of other newer Kia and Hyundai models. They've really changed everything. And I don't know. I, I think it's a pretty good car, especially for what I need it for, which is just kind of long-distance driving to go film my videos and stuff like that. It's a special car. It's a, it's, it's a lot of fun and it's enjoyable to drive. And it's, I, I'm surprised by how good it is. You know, that's mm. funny because Jeffrey had sent me the video this morning saying, oh, this is the new car that Doug yeah. was going to talk about. And I was like, first, at first I was like, a stinger? Really? And then yeah. I want to go take a shower. And as in the shower, I was thinking, I'm like, wait a minute. I think he wants this because he commutes a lot. You drive right. around in you know Southern California right. a lot. It's it's relatively good priced car and it's not yeah. bad on performance and it looks good. Yeah. I'm like, I bet those are the reasons why he bought yeah. it. And then I watched your video. Those are exactly what yeah, the reasons you said. <laughs> it's fun to drive. It looks good. And it's cheap. And I'll, I'll tell you, the, regarding the cheapness, it's just unreal. The, um, you know, the sticker is 53. The mm -hmm. car was literally two years old, but new. <laughs> That's yeah. how Stinger sales have gone. That gives you an indication of where we are with performance oh. sedans in the world. Um, the dealer, <laughs> I didn't mention this in the video, but that car was a two-year-old new car. So I'm the first owner, even though it's a 2018. Mm. I bought it for 37 something with a 53 sticker, 52 sticker. The dealer had two more 2018 new ones in addition oh, to the one I bought. Wow. So wow. they're probably still sitting on those things because wow, I bought them a couple moving. months ago. Yeah. Well, I, was, I was really setup. confused when you were like, this is a brand new 2018. <laughs> I'm like, what does he mean? By yeah, that? Brand new 2018. <laughs> <laughs> and on my title or my registration or whatever, it says... You know, first registration year, 2020. Model year, 2018. I'm like, never happen all that often. So here on the Curbside Podcast, all three of us, we have pretty strong opinions on like Kia and Hyundai. 
Yeah. Um, so how do you feel? Or first of all, what were your other options that you were thinking about getting? And second, how do you feel about spending money on a Kia? Well, <laughs> a really good one. The first, the first question, I, um, I, I actually didn't consider all that much. It kind of came to me early in the process and I, and I couldn't ever really come up with a good reason why I shouldn't do it. Um, and so I just kind of ran with it. I, I didn't really look at that many other cars. One of the big things for me is it's important for me to have a car with adaptive cruise control. I really, really, really sit in a lot of Southern California traffic and it's important to me that I can just let it stop and start and stop and start for me. Yeah. So I won't ever have another daily driver car without that. And so it needed to have that. And when you, when you think about cars that are within my budget, which was like 40 with adaptive cruise control that are interesting, there's about three. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and my station wagon is one of them and I already had that. And then the, <laughs> yeah, maybe a couple others. Um, in terms of spending money on a kid, yeah, that's the biggest problem they have. I don't care. And my friends have all made fun of me, like you guys, I'm sure feel. But I don't <laughs> care. I mean, I've got a Ford GT and a Defender, and it doesn't Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Right. If I was a person who it was my only car and I'm also thinking about a BMW, it's a hard sell knowing yeah. you have a Kia. No matter how nice looking it is or how fast it is, at the end of the day, it's a Kia. And that's right. a tough call for 50 some thousand dollars. And I think that's the problem that they're running into yeah. with that car. Yeah. He's so, running away well, from that... their own brand name, kind of. Yeah. 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 And I don't really see a way to solve that aside from years of like development and yeah. customer knowledge. They've already come a long way since where they started. But oh, yeah. definitely. Performance sedans is a tough world to get in. Mm-hmm. People who spend yeah. 50 plus really want to show their friends and to just have the like, history of having a BMW, you know, BMWs are known for being great. Kia, this is the first effort, you know, right. Infinity has shown how hard it is to really get into that, to that world. Oh, yeah. See, that, that's interesting when you talk about like that brand history, because especially here in the Bay Area, every person has either a Mercedes or a yeah. BMW as soon as they can afford one. Yeah. And I'm, I'm kind of getting tired of it. Right. Having like an M3 is like, what, what, stand, what makes me stand out from the right. rest of the guys with an M3 or you know, and there's a lot of M3 owners out there that don't know what they're driving. Like right. they just buy totally. buy it because it's an M3. They so, went and dealer and bought the nicest one. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the dealer, you know, oversold them and everything. That's just yeah. how it goes. Yeah. But that's why I want to kind of move away to another segment and just kind of get away from this yeah. you know, badge status symbol kind of market. Yeah, I agree. It's kind of funny. I mean, you guys grew up in California, so maybe it wasn't like this for you. But I I grew up in Denver in the '90s, and Denver Denver's really hot now, but it wasn't mm-hmm. then. We didn't know when I was a kid, we didn't know a single family that had a BMW. It didn't, wow. we didn't know Whoa. there was one kid and he was the rich kid. His dad has a BMW. Everybody would talk about it. Yeah. And now like who doesn't have a BMW? I mean, you can go and lease one for three, whatever. I mean, it's, it's, they have so many deals and there's so many models yeah. that like, it's just the, certainly the specialness is lost, but still it has a higher brand presence than Kia. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 I, I, I still remember growing up at least for me, the, the Mercedes was like the nicest yeah. car yeah. out there. Oh, I'd go to the LA Auto Show, sit in them, touch everything. Right. <laughs> and now you can get CLA for thirty one nine ninety five or something. Yeah, exactly. It's like the same price as like a mid level Camry. It's nothing special anymore at all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. My friend of mine just sent me a photo from a dealership for a one ninety nine a month lease on a three twenty. No way. Wow. Yeah, that's that's insane. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. What has happened? Of course, they'd probably want like eight down or something, but that's still. No, it, it, it was it was like insane. They were they were saying like a thousand dollars down. Oh. And and they're giving you a five thousand dollar discount if you're a BMW like customer loyalty kind of thing 
on yeah. top of a 199 a month lease, which I was just like, what, what? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the car to get people in the door. The problem with that 320, though, is they then drive it. And then they're yes. like, oh. <laughs> yeah. And the person says, well, you have a nice 328 over here, and it's only 200 more per month. <laughs> yeah. Suddenly you're walking uh, out of the dealer on a five series. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's how it uh, works, man. Yeah. yeah. There will be someone who gets that 199 deal, though, and, and has a cloth seat, no sunroof. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I could have bought a Civic for And it. it's insane because <laughs> I would rather go and lease one of those new Accords because they come with everything. Yeah. All the features, all leather, upholstery, everything's nice about them. And it's a- to me how luxury brands are still nickel and diamond people yeah for up I, I love going to porsche's configurator and seeing how expensive i can make a base 911. right <laughs> it's so it's so insane especially because adaptive cruise control is now standard in a rav4 mm. yeah. that's crazy that on a range rover <laughs> <laughs> like what how do they justify that i don't understand that yeah, yeah. Right? The crazy uh, work. Well, people are willing to buy by the brand. Yeah, that's right. That's how they justify it because people yeah. pay it because they want the cool, they want a status symbol. And people have shown repeatedly that they're willing to do what it takes. You know? Yep. Like, I, I, I know, like, all three of us, in regards to your Stinger, all three of us, we know that's a good car. We know it's a good looking car. Right. But what we see, Kia. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't disagree. I completely agree. I, I think that that's the hardest, and that's the hardest thing they overcome. That and the fact that it's not an SUV, which is what everybody wants right now. But yeah. that's the hardest thing they have to overcome is you're looking at a $52,000 Kia. I think it's just not going to happen. I mean, if, if I'm a person who it's my only car or whatever, and it's just not going to happen. Now, it becomes a pretty good deal, though, in the 30s, and those are probably the GTs are starting to get in the 20s used. That's a different conversation, you know. At that price, it's still a 350 horsepower car, zero to sixteen four seven. You know, yeah, that's, yeah. that becomes more appealing. Yeah, my coworker had one, and I rode in it, and the performance shocked me. Like yeah. that thing hauls ass. Well, the thing that ultimately <laughs> set me on it, like for sure, was that I looked it up, and it, it's only 0.4 seconds slower, zero to sixty, than that AMG station wagon. Mm-hmm. Well, so that car, 520 horsepower V8, everybody loves the AMG wagon twin turbo. Well, I can get a six-cylinder Kia with 40% better gas mileage. It's not <laughs> that much slower, you know. That's which, which crazy. Is, you know, that's one of the kind of weird things that kind of makes me think. They have a twin turbo V6, you know, comparatively. That's kind of like an M3 engine, an inline six right. twin turbo. I feel like they could have got more power out of that thing. Yeah, I, I'm sure they could have, but there's... You know, I mean, they're probably trying to play it a little conservative. Maybe they were thinking they would get a special, even higher performance version. Mm, but uh, sales have been so bad yeah. that that isn't going to happen now. I um, wonder if they lie like BMW does. Like, <laughs> is it actually 300, you know, 60? It definitely feels pretty sharp. But now, nah, Kia is probably trying to get every last little bit of horsepower. Uh, power. Yeah, can that's in true. Their marketing materials. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> Speaking of your garage, can we can we talk about your other cars? Yeah, the greatest automobile ever manufactured here, the Mercedes-Benz. Oh, there <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, that's one of the ugliest cars in existence. Yeah, I've always told people that when, when, I, when someone who just exists and is sort of into cars gets a little bit of money, they go out and buy a Ferrari or whatever. Yeah. When someone who's into quirky cars gets a little bit of money, they go out and buy more expensive quirky cars. Quirky cars. And so I've just kind of done that. And, and the GT is obviously a special car or whatever, but this convertible G-Wagon is truly one of the most bizarre automobiles in existence. Uh-huh. I, what's what's I the quirkiest it. one you've driven? Uh, I mean, God, there's so many bizarre cars. I, I came up with a list, actually. Yeah, all right. <laughs> uh, I came up with the Vector W8. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that's probably it, yeah. The... <laughs> okay. 
was insane. Everything about that was insane. Yeah. The Isetta, yeah. Uh, the BAC mono, which I was laughing hysterically throughout yeah. your <laughs> the entire video. Cool. That was fun to drive. Uh, and the Back to the Future DeLorean. Yeah, that. Also, the Aston Martin Lagonda is a really oh. that's that and the Vector were my two favorite videos. The Lagonda had was an '80s car with CRT screens in the de- in the gauge cluster, like Pong from the eight. I mean, CRT. Yeah, yeah, they thought that was the future. And so, <laughs> because it's CRT, there were these requirements at the time that odometers had to be rolling, but they had screens in the gauge cluster, so they put the odometer under the hood. So to get access to what miles you've driven, you have to open the hood and then the odometer is like, <laughs> but yeah, that vector, that's the craziest. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the yeah, dude, that's crazy that's looking car. The whole story about that company and the guy would God, that's one of the great cars. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. I, I've seen one in person at a Cars and Coffee over at Canepa Motorsports yeah. in uh, Santa Cruz. And just in person, that thing looks like a, it looks like a movie prop almost. It, totally. It's, I've always it's like not real. Movies. Yeah, I've always felt it was the most aggressively styled car ever. With yeah. Kuntash, it doesn't matter. That car was just <laughs> insane. So um, cool. I also had one more honorable mention. It was the Mitsubishi Mirage, but that video is just hysterical to me. <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot of flack for that video. You get a lot of anger when you insult cheap cars. I learned that. Oh. People are like, this is someone's basic transportation. It's like, yeah, yeah well, there's a lot of other basic <laughs> yeah, there's other basic. <laughs> yeah. You know, I actually, so, sorry, Doug, I actually have a gripe with you, you know, and uh, I feel like you, you did this. Um, <laughs> E39 M5s. Yeah. So I was looking at them four or five years ago and they were at like you could find one a good one for four, 14 fifteen thousand. yeah and dumb. and i was i was gonna do it and then i didn't i'm like you know i'll wait come up you know a few years later i saw your video about the 39 m5 and then boom the market it just insane like i yeah. saw one in california <laughs> seventy thousand miles for thirty seven thousand yeah. dollars and yeah. i was like doug did this with his video and yeah. everyone you told everybody you shouldn't have told everyone <laughs> It was me, uh, a little bit of an extent, but it was also BMW because the new ones are so different. And it's so different. You can't find what they're looking for in those newest ones. Not that I don't like the new M5, but it's 120 grand and Mm -hmm. it deserves to be in 2.8 and it's huge and it's a different kind of car. And the E39 M5 was just one of the best looking cars ever. Super subtle, Mm -hmm. still fun to drive. Um, Yeah, I... I love that car, and it's no surprise at all that it's that it's increased in value. You should have bought one when I. I, I should have, and I was thinking about it. Like, you know what? This could go up in value when I was looking at them, and it did. I I should have just done it then. The thing about those cars, though, is they're they're pretty big maintenance and repair hogs. Yeah. And so oh, even yeah. if you get one and it goes up in value, you're not going to make money on that car. Yeah. But it just won't really lose, and you can have a cool car in the meantime. Yeah, it's really hard. I've I've actually been surprised at that with cars and bids because we're getting people you know offering theirs to us. And I was just checking the market to give them numbers. I'm like stunned at how even a really ratty one, like the, the days of ones under 10, that's over. That was oh, not yeah. common five years ago. Like you could oh, find yeah. okay ones under 10. That ain't happening anymore. 15 yeah. is like the minimum for like an even acceptable car at this point. Yeah, it's, it's insane. I got one more question for you about one yeah. of actually my favorite videos and one that stood out to me. I wanted to ask you, how was it riding shotgun with Jay Leno in the oh, F1. Because that's like yeah. the one video where you don't drive the actual car. Yeah. Uh, it, it was it was really interesting. They, it came about in a weird way. I um, His producer is a really cool guy and really into cars. He had sent me a note and said, hey, Jay wants you back on the show, you know, or if you want something with us, whatever. And I thought to myself, you know, I'm not going to get another chance here at the McLaren no. F1. I'm like, yeah, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll just see. And so I texted him back and I said, could I 
review the McLaren F1. <laughs> and he was like, I'll take Jay's temperature, you know, and I'm like, yeah. and, and then he said, yeah, Jay says you can do it, but you can't drive it. And I said, well, you know, honestly, given the value of that car, I don't really, per- I know this sounds incredibly strange, but I don't, I truly don't really want to drive it all that much. It's, it's just a whole different world. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to be responsible for that. And so I said, yeah, that's fine. And Jay will drive it. And that's probably even better anyway, because he knows the car yeah. better than I do. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I mean, it was really cool. We, 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 I rode there for about an hour with him and, and his producer was sitting in the other seat filming. So there oh. were three of us in there, three oh, guys wow. in the car, oh, wow. uh, driving around in a McLaren F1. And wow. we yeah. on the highways out near his, his studio there. And uh, it, was, it was so cool. And yeah, he was absolutely ripping that thing too. He was ripping. He broke the tires loose in second. You know, it's oh, honest. Wow. I, yeah. <laughs> I was a little nervous actually. I, I I typically don't like riding in performance cars because I think I'm always nervous about the people who are driving them. Yes. But I was like, oh, Jay Leno, he's going to be careful. Well, actually, Jay's just as nuts as everybody else. And I was like, I don't want to be on the news. I really <laughs> But he if knew you're going to go, go with Jay Leno. Yeah, I get in a McLaren F1, I mean, I guess. Yeah, but exactly. What a way to go. Car, you're riding that car, and if you or I saw that car on the road, we would flip that we're seeing a McLaren yeah. F1. Oh, yeah. And the fact that Jay Leno is a part of it is a small detail, okay, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. we're yeah. seeing a McLaren F1. <laughs> People, though, are pulling up in Hyundai Tucson's, you know, oh, my God, it's Jay Leno. Look, it's <laughs> Jay Leno. <laughs> <laughs> Like, that, you don't understand what you're doing. That's, that's very true. Because like I think about, I thought about that one time. It's like these people who have these crazy cars, like Enzos or LaFerraris, they're probably somebody important. But right. we don't care. We're like, oh right. crap, LaFerrari. Oh crap, McLaren P1. <laughs> Never thought about that. And people think, oh, who's driving that car? I don't. Who cares? Yeah, we, nobody cares. <laughs> How's it Jay's uh, personality in person? Is it like on camera? Is it how he oh, is? Oh yeah, he's a, he's a great guy. He's really nice. And 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 the cool thing about Jay too is he's just that story kind of illustrates how open he is, I guess, to an extent with his collection. And mm. one of the things I discovered when I was there is that all of the video game sounds for super rare cars, not all, many of them, they film in his place because he has so many cars there. Oh, and wow. so they, how do you get them? How do you really accurately get the sound of the McLaren F1? Well. You ask an owner of a McLaren F1. Yeah, that's hard to do. So, but Jay's got that and a Ford GT and a, you can go through the list. And so yeah. <laughs> they told me they set up a booth whenever a new game is being produced that they want this. Uh-huh. They set up a booth in his thing for like a day or two, and they drive the McLaren F1 in, rev it a bunch of times, record the whole sound structure, drive it on out, then bring the next one in and whatever. And that way they can knock huh. off a dozen cars at once. But Jay, no, I, I didn't even know about that. But I guess if you go into credits in some of these games, it's the credit Jay Leno and. And wow. just a good example of kind of how, you know, open he is with sharing this stuff, which is cool. You know? yeah. yeah. Like, I'm so That's glad amazing. that he's open to sharing his collection because you have so yeah. many of these people like, yeah, like the Sultan of Brunei. I don't know if you've like oh, people. the guy with the missing McLaren's yeah. <laughs> all time greatest car collection that we'll never have access to. I think about that collection all the time, especially because, oh, God, I would give anything to go in there. He, you know, he in the late 90s, he commissioned. Bentley to build him an SUV when they weren't building one. He commissioned Ferrari. It's called the Dominator. You should Google it. It's quite interesting. He, he, he commissioned Ferrari to build him one-off cars that no, the world has never seen. Wow. He, and he possesses these individual vehicles at his place that like were made by these important companies and no one, oh, I would give anyone to go to that collection. I could go for days on Southern Brunei. And the problem is they're all right-hand drive because Brunei is a right-hand drive country. Uh, yeah. <laughs> None of them will ever be usable 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> Bezos here. But there's some really cool cars. It's there. sad though, because like you know, it's kind of what James May said though at one time on a top of your episode. You kind of buy these cars with fifty percent of the reason to show it to the rest of the world. Right. You know? I am like Yeah. Like, that's well, a shame. There is a Supercars of Brunei Instagram account that is pretty good. There's other stuff there, and they still are buying cool stuff. But at one point, I heard that the Sultan of Brunei bought one-third of all Bentley and Rolls-Royce models in 98 99. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Single-handedly kept the company's quote for a few more years. Until wow. That That's crazy. You should try emailing him. Like, I hi, I'm Dr. Yeah. I, he probably watches your videos. You know what, though? We found out, one of the things that I found out about that collection, though, is a guy named Michael Sheehan went out there to try to get, that he had been reached out to. He's like one of the big Ferrari brokers in California. He had been reached out to, to kind of start selling off some of this collection. And he apparently went out there and found out that a lot of these cars have been sitting in mm -hmm. a, in hangars in a humid tropical climate oh. for 20 yeah. years oh, driven. No. And he described like dashboards melting to goop and oh, stuff like that. Man. I suspect oh, those cars will never really be, you know, rest I mean, maybe one day they'll be restored, but it's not ever going to be like it was when they were new. That should be a war crime to do something with cars <laughs> like that, you know? <laughs> Totally. Especially yeah. that Bentley SUV. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> That's a shame. That's such a shame. So you talked about, you always talk about your G-Class Cabriolet as one of the ugliest cars ever. Yeah, for sure. And you have decided to buy it. Uh, I was wondering <laughs> if you would, um, do you think that would happen in the future with the Cybertruck? Uh I have a couple problems with the Cybertruck, but the biggest problem that I have is I don't have anywhere to charge an electric car. I got to make this change in my life. But no, I'm not going to. That's the, truly the ugliest thing I've ever seen. The Cybertruck <laughs> makes the Jeep Cabrio look like a 60s Ferrari, frankly. <laughs> um, but I would actually love a Tesla, but I don't have a place to charge because I have a garage, but it's obviously taken up and then I don't have a driveway. And so the city right now doesn't allow me to charge my, you know, an electric vehicle over the sidewalk and mm -hmm. people or whatever. So someday I'll figure that out in some capacity. <laughs> so you're, you're pro Tesla. You like them? Oh yeah. I, I know a lot of car enthusiasts don't, but um, yeah, cool. I mean, there's some great, the, the model three performance is just one of the great cars on sale. It's so yeah. good. You I, must I just, educate I, Parth. I know. I think that, <laughs> see, for, for, let me explain for me. I, I, I think the cars and make are fantastic. I just kind of have a gripe with the, company itself and i just that's that's just my personal well thing with it them. is there's a crazy guy who runs it <laughs> <laughs> it is a bit more of a tech company than a car company yeah but ultimately the cars are pretty good and so you know i think that that's that's yeah that's good enough for me they're fun I, to drive i i just have a big kind of a question mark about their ethics and morals towards testing their automation systems before Oh, yes. yeah. you know yeah that, that's, that's that a big thing for me yeah i yeah. mean i they certainly have maybe oversold their capabilities but to an extent you wonder if they didn't do it would anyone else be blazing this trail oh no yeah, a million yeah. people who want this like i yeah. want nothing more than to just sit in my car and let it drive me yeah um yeah. when i'm in traffic i don't want to drive i, I want to sit there and answer emails that's all i want to do yeah i only want to drive and have fun at night on weekends when there's nobody on the road and i just i'm into the whole self-driving car thing and I don't know, maybe they made the advancements. Yes, there have been clearly some flaws, and I'm glad yeah. I'm not in the legal department. Of Tesla, but, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they definitely have made, like, electric cars cool. Like, before yeah. this, everyone thought electric cars, oh, that's a golf cart. Yeah. But yeah. now it's it's cool, and right. they are forcing other companies 
to catch up on this kind of technology, like companies like Mercedes, which has been a leader in car technologies for years, is making right. them look like they're 15 yeah. years behind. Yeah, I mean, the funny thing is, and when you look at the, the Model S is an old car. It came out in 12. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. one of the oldest cars on the market. But it was so far ahead in 12 that it only now is just starting to get caught up to and starting to feel like an old yeah. car, yeah. which is a crazy thing when you really think about it. Because anything else that was coming out as a new car in 2012 is starting to feel really old, but mm-hmm. not that Mm-hmm. I have two very short questions. They come from your comment section okay. of your videos. All right. So, oh, number one, why is your more Doug DeMuro channel not called Doug DeMuro? Well, <laughs> the, the reason for, I get asked that all the time. The reason is because people already screw up my last name so much. I can't add to this. It's unreal. There's two types of people in the world. There's people who get, have their last names get screwed up, and there's people who don't. And I've learned that people who are used to it are obsessive about making sure other people's last names are fine, like in correspondence or whatever. Um, and people who aren't are just like, whatever. And there's the people who mess up mine. So that's why I didn't call it that. Ah, uh, okay. I, I didn't think there would be an actual reason. For it. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other one is, this is not really a question, but I thought it was funny. Someone commented when you introduced uh, your dog Biscuit, I think? No, Noodle. Noodle, Noodle. noodle that's right. That's it. Someone was like, no, that's dog to burrow. Dog right, that, to burrow. Every time I post and people say that, and that's a good, people are like, you should have named him dog to burrow. And it's like, I get that, but you can't name a dog dog ultimately. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You can't. <laughs> call him that on Instagram, like that, that's funny, but like I can't call him dog to burrow. That I need to call him dog. Or I need to call him something else. So I've done that. <laughs> So, do, you, do you do you go through the comments and read the comments, especially oh, yeah. the ones that say uh, Doug the type of guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I avoid YouTube comments just like everyone does because they're yeah. insane. I read them a little bit. But yeah, Instagram, everything. I read not every comment, but I try to be as active as I can. Well, I, I feel like a part of this is that's part of your brand now. You know, that's and I think you you were very aware of it, obviously, because Jeffrey, every single question he asked, you knew about it. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think it's fantastic that you're using yeah, really it to really your advantage. To the yeah. People. Sure. And I mean, my email address is public, so people email me all the time. So I'm also dialed in on that front. And so, yeah, I'm, there's a lot of contact with the public in my world, but that's fine. It's it's always great. That's fantastic. It was nice to see like people who are approachable, you know, especially in yeah. your business, because there's a lot of people that you're you can't even find out, you know, the first right. name, you know. So Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, five, I always tell people five years ago, I was just a guy. Like, mm-hmm. you, I mean, I wasn't any. So it's not like I've. I'm like in some tower and like, oh, so it's, yeah, I mean, I, I can say, I don't think I've myself as having changed much since then, but people get, sometimes get very excited when they see me on the street and stuff. And that reminds me like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Doug is for the people. <laughs> <laughs> it's also refreshing that, you know, it hasn't gotten to you. You know, a lot of people it does get to, but you're well, still, maybe, you, know, maybe you don't know, Parth, this could that's just true. be a, this could be a persona. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I could be just driving around in my 4GT telling us. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I didn't know you five years ago. That's very true. Exactly. <laughs> it's like yelling out the window, get well, out of the way, peasant. Get away. Clear the streets. Well, I, I'll just, let's just go with, I'll stay blind and believe what I want to believe. Yeah. I that. That's what I like. That, that helps me. Talk to that. There you go. Yeah, yeah. All right. I want to thank you cool. so much for yeah. being on thank the show, Thank you so much. Doug. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. We're, we're pretty small time, and uh, having somebody like you, besides your down-to-earth personality and everything and how you haven't changed in five years you're, you're still somebody important so we really well, appreciate you. taking the time i'm glad you had me. thank you so that was doug tamiro 
That was Doug on our show. On our show. <laughs> on our show. Yeah. Our two cent, <laughs> two bit show, dude. Holy shit. <laughs> oh my god. He's a cool guy, man. Yeah, that yeah. was a lot of fun. Super real. Like it just felt like a very casual conversation. Like he legit felt like one of the buds. You know, like he's a homie. You could just hang out with him for a few hours and get a couple beers or something. Yeah, Doug DeBiro, you are now a friend of our show. Hopefully, we're know. your friend. Yeah, too, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's good to see. Like, I've met few YouTubers. Most of them that I met, it's nice to see that the personality comes across as it does on camera. Like, mm-hmm. when you listen to watch Doug's videos and stuff, you're like, this guy's probably an easygoing guy, chill guy, you know, somebody, you know, and then you talk to him, you're like, yeah, that's what I expected. So, yeah. yeah. So, we wish you the best with cars and bids, Doug. And yeah, and go check it out. YouTube. Cars and Bids is uh, Doug's new thing. Check it out. Car enthusiast related, you're selling or buying cars. You might want to check that out first now. Yeah, and if somehow you do not know who Doug DeMiro is, go check out his channel at yeah. youtube.com slash Doug DeMiro. If you're listening to channel. our show and not looking, <laughs> following him, there's something wrong with you guys. <laughs> All right, with that being said, that's going to be our show for this week. Um, as always, you can find us on the that sort of deal we also have a youtube channel and that is youtube.com slash a whole bunch of letters and numbers that will also be a link on the website you can also find us out on social media on instagram at the curbside podcast twitter at curbside pod and facebook at the curbside podcast Uh, oh we have a giveaway going too we do oh we do we do nobody's Um, entered yet freaking enter yeah (laughs) (laughs) uh giving away a hundred dollar uh gas card all you have to do subscribe to our channel comment on episode 33 33. with your favorite dream car of all time and follow us on instagram uh and that way you will be entered twitter will be announced when we hit 100 subs on youtube and 100 subs on ig right yep yeah 100 on both and we will pick a winner you must be 18 years or older if you're not, you shouldn't be listening to our show. That makes I sense. I'm definitely not kid-friendly. So, <laughs> and um, I live in the United States because we don't know how to mail money. Thank you to Kid Dope for the intro and outro to our show, Fast Cars and Wild Hearts. And as always, my name is Jeff. I'm Parth. I'm Andrew. Remember, drive safe, and life is too short to drive boring cars. See ya. Fast cars and wild hearts again.